Did you hear the best part though? He said he's not the only penis man. And then the prostitute comes out and he's like, I didn't hear shit about the wedding. <laughs> That's not why I was there. <laughs> Rest in peace, this man's whole career. Oh my god, no. <laughs> And welcome back to another episode of Slightly Informed, bringing it to you here with the same three hosts that are always here at the mic, myself, Nick, John, and McLean, and we are all here for a extra apocalyptic, weird, strange, odd episode, odd week. Odd week. I mean, it's, it's, it's been like, I mean, I, I'm sure we don't have to explain to anyone listening to this, but uh, the sky is falling. Yeah. You're not allowed to do anything, and you're not allowed those, to see anyone. Multiple of those tweets where it's like, man, this last 24 hours is the longest year of my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's like my feelings towards this week. It was just like, fuck, that was like six days ago? What the oh, hell, man? man? That's wild. Yeah, we've, we've got, uh, I mean, and, and aside from the major headline stuff like that that we're, we're going to cover, we've got some really weird, just uniquely strange stuff going on. It's been uh, a weird week. Yeah, I mean, you know, we got a... Uh, the uh, the mask singer had revealed something amazing. Um, we had I a about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Florida being Florida. Florida being Florida. Always. We have a, we have a singular uh, shout out to a, a singular Florida man this time. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> pretty great. <laughs> Not the proverbial um, Florida man. man. No, the Florida very, man. A very specific Florida man. Uh, but jumping into that, I think I'm going to send it over to John uh, to bring us in on the weirdness of this weird. Weird week. This weird, weird week, boys. Okay, so I think, I mean, you touched on it. Let's start with Sarah Palin. (laughs) So my little brother watches The Mass Singer. I don't watch it all that often. But the fact that there was, like, a former vice presidential candidate who was, like, revealed on The Mass Singer. Oh, just so for anyone who doesn't know, The Mass Singer is this weird show where, like, everyone dresses in, like, furry costumes with their face covered. (laughs) And a voice manipulator when they're not singing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then they sing, and, like, the judges take guesses at, like, who who that could be. Who's actually singing. Yeah, and so I don't know if she won or, like, she was just revealed this week. If you take the head off, it means you did not win. But the last person takes it off, too, right? At the end of the season. At the end of the season. Oh, the season's not over? Yeah. Okay. It's it's weird. They do, like, playoff brackets with, like, three or four different, like, sets of four. Okay. And that, or sets of five, or no, sets of six, and then they narrow it down to three each, and then go to the. Playoffs. I just like to yeah. throw out that I'm really good at guessing who yeah. is the masked <laughs> singer. Yes, yes, very, very noted, similar sounding people. Um, uh, it was, it was Aziz Lil Wayne and Aziz Ansari. Ansari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lil Wayne I think you lost ten dollars on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, but up. yeah, but Sarah Palin, former vice presidential candidate Sarah Palin. Was on the mass singer. I can see Russia from my backyard. That's just so weird to me. <laughs> like, why? Well, I mean, it's it's like one of those things. As I, like, it's like one of those like, hey, remember this person? Yeah, like but no, she's like, just not. In, she's not. In, she, when's the last time you've seen her? I mean, I guess, but I just I feel like in my heart I like political people to try and then disappear. Oh yeah. You know, like like Al Gore. I don't really think about him anymore. He well, made like an Oscar-winning film or something, yeah. but at least that was like po- politics adjacent. Like you know, it was like still like climate change or something. But yeah, like, you should be given like three like interviews a year max. Like, I honestly don't on, like like before Al Gore. I I don't think I could list a vice president. Hmm. Before Al Gore. 
Oh, just like any yeah. vice president? He was Bill Clinton's, right? Uh, Bill Clinton was Al Gore's. Whose was H.W.? H.W.'s uh, vice president was... Fuck. So you have no idea? And that's how it should be. They oh, should disappear. <laughs> like, wow. Right? I actually used to know that one. That's funny. Um, I know that H.W. was Reagan's, and I know that Carter's was Mondale. Okay, okay. There's yeah. a couple. There's a couple. But those are ones that went on to run. I don't know who H.W.'s was. That's true. Yeah, they went on to run. Whoosh. But Sarah Palin on The Masked Singers, wasn't it Baby Got Back she sung or something? Oh. It was some weird-ass song about, oh, like, backing man. that ass. Maybe it was Back That Ass Up. I think it was. I think, I think your first. I think your okay. first guess was right. I could be wrong. Whatever. It was Sarah Palin singing some weird sexual song while exiting a furry costume. Everyone's favorite. Yeah. So that was the start of this weird red week, and then, or I don't even know if that's the start. This is just a list of things that I stumbled across. Non chronological. Yeah. Non chronological <laughs> throughout the week. Um, Dick Cheney. Sorry, I had to say it. Oh, that was, was HWs? HWs? Yeah. Huh. Wait, he did it for both Bushes? Yeah. I feel like I would have known that. Oh, no, I do remember the... I don't remember that at I, all. I do remember the stickers because it was Bush, Cheney, it was Take Dan. Iraq or Take Kuwait or something. I don't know. They, I saw some... Re- yeah, yeah. Two. Was, yeah. <laughs> the electric boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next one we have to address is Buttigieg hosting Jimmy Kimmel. Oh and not God. just like a little bit, but he hosted the show. It was his show. And interviewed people and stuff. A fact that I'm not 100% sure of because I watched all of 40 seconds of it. The when he was like, show. his opening monologue was like, hey, I'm Buttigieg and I'm running to be the next host of Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so funny. That's hilarious. Okay, and then oh. because of the coronavirus, it was an empty studio and there was like seven people wearing yellow Pete for America shirts and there's like, yeah! Wait, an empty studio that like, they l- allowed yeah. those people yeah, in? Yeah, it was like, it was like, they panned the audience, there was like, seven or eight people and it was like Chastin and like a few people wearing <laughs> Pete Buttigieg shirts <laughs> it was wild oh, it was super wild yeah that's so funny yeah I just thought it was weird and it also caps off this like long I guess like transitioning history where like the president used to be like powerful and like honorific and like important and like it all started to change when like Bill Clinton went on to what's his face's show and played the saxophone was, was that Letterman or no Leno? I think yeah. I think it might have been Letterman. Oh, I think you're I think right, it was yeah. like before Leno. But either way, it was just like you kind of lowered the office of the presidency slowly, mm-hmm. and then like Obama started doing like every talk show interview, which is smart because he was getting time. yeah he was yeah. getting like the youth vote and like, he would do like millennial memes. Yeah, on, exactly, in his exactly. And, stuff. and then Donald so Trump horrible. started doing the same thing and like memed his way into the presidency. Mm-hmm. And now you have like Pete Buttigieg who dropped out of the presidential race like all of like two and a half weeks ago, mm-hmm. and now he's hosting like Jimmy Kimmel. It's just weird, man. I don't know how comfortable I am with that. Well, what, I, what I love is that they decided for this show to give the accurate representation of uh, Pete Buttigieg Pete followers. Crowd? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, I, I, was, I would say he had Eight about the same reaction. Seven white people. Pete Buttigieg, those were Pete Buttigieg's uh, South Carolina voting base. Yeah. The entire thing. It just I don't know why it makes <laughs> me so uncomfortable, out. but it, it makes me like incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I just think we're we're well past the point of saving our culture as like as uh, uh, you know making this any kind of meaningful office. Yeah, the president doesn't mean shit, and it never really did. But at least it like uh, what's it called in like the monarchy where it's like in like Britain the, the where divine you... right and all that. No, yeah. in Britain where they have like uh, Queen Elizabeth. Is it Elizabeth? I think it's yeah. yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. Wow. Shows what I know we about Britain. Really... Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> trimming this. Probably yeah. not. But, yeah. but you have the queen who's like the figurehead, and then you have like the prime minister who's like the functional authority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had this weird system where like they're two in one. Like oh, the yeah. president's supposed to be like the, the functional. Executive. But there's like a word for it that I just, I'm completely spacing on right now. So audience, you can hit us back. But there's like the functional authority Tweet and like the. at John Arthur Yeah, exactly. Right now. It's like the functional authority and like the figurehead authority, and we decided to combine them both in one office, the mm-hmm. presidency, and now it just seems like it's skewed further and further towards like, like the figurehead authority. Like, yeah. it, it's like a popularity it's contest just, to try really, to get in there. The presidency is like almost just an idea now. It's yeah. not even like a. Th- it's like this is what th- I'm voting for. Vibes. Whoever I like, yeah. whoever's vibes are going in True. the direction that I'm vibing I in. I think we'll talk about that more in the second half, too. That it's just that's all vibes all the way down right now. Um, let's see what else we want to talk Who about. Who else are we vibe checking? We're vibe checking Andrew Gillum. <laughs> 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 all right, Nick, you reacted uh, very strongly to this. You want to give us a breakdown of what happened? I could not. I, I thought that I was going to be find myself on... Um, R slash ate the onion. Yeah. Because I thought I was going to start making a bunch of posts about yeah. this and then find out that it was some like satire site that was like making Or like that like, it's way overblown by yeah, the right Yeah, wing. yeah, yeah. Or like, just like, well, you know, it was a wedding party and he was in the other room. I and, did get a lot of yeah. QAnon responses. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, basically, <laughs> Andrew Gillum was in a motel in <laughs> South Florida. A motel or a hotel? That makes a big difference. He's a Florida man. Come on, it's, so a, motel. it's a motel. It's a motel. Okay. Uh, it's, <laughs> it sounded like one room. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a tiny room. Uh, and he's in there, passed out, just like insanely drunk. Because they tested yeah. him in the morning, and he was well above the legal limit when he woke up. Yeah. When they woke him up. <laughs> Next to the prostitute that was overdosing methed out prostitute. Yes, yeah. with meth in the room. Well known prostitute. Side note too: there's a shit ton of nudes of this guy online. You could like they were linked on the Twitter thread where I found this. So I was just like, oh, this is not even like a low key prostitute. He's just like a well known South Florida prostitute. <laughs> Also, okay, I, I love Gillum's office spin was like, you know, I was attending a wedding. I might have got too <laughs> drunk. got a little crazy. Yeah, man. and then the prostitute comes out and he's like, I didn't hear shit about a wedding. <laughs> That's not why I was there. <laughs> oh, God. Because at first I just read Gillum's thing and I was just like, okay, you know, you have that crazy cousin or something and he was doing meth in you the room a wild over. Night, yeah, and there was like four people in or there. Or even if there's and like a 40 bunch of people, people you can't be responsible for what the other 39 are doing if you're in like this room getting wasted. Yeah, like, yeah. And you just happen to be like there sharing was some, some plausible deniability. Yeah, yeah, that was like the, the spin they tried to push. <laughs> and then it turns out he's in like. He's in like a one bedroom thing. I think it was like four dudes with a gay prostitute who's ODing on meth, and Gillum's drunk, and they find meth just sitting on the bed. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, the police roll up, and they just find, like the dudes overdosing. <laughs> hey, yeah. I mean, we can judge from our high horse, from our yeah. from our purity testing, yeah. lefty nonsense over here, saying everyone has to be so pure. Who of us has not been in a hotel room? <laughs> gotten too drunk at a wedding and ended up in a motel room with a famous gay prostitute and a county? Yeah, where he does not denies the fact that it had anything to do with a wedding. <laughs> what that's, wedding? That's, that's yeah. why I didn't go downtown last night with you. Yeah, oh, really. I was a little busy doing that. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that's because makes sense. I, like, I think sense. my normal reaction to meth being in a room would be like, "Huh, I will leave." leave. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this has got a little cool, too intense cool. for me. Yeah, this isn't my vibe. I've got to go. Fucking party now, yeah, boys. Yeah, right? 
I'm going to water my garden. Um, yeah, meth is not my idea of a party drug. <laughs> my so. Roomba's scared. True, <laughs> 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 but just to play it off being like, sorry, I was drunk. <laughs> just like, no further explanation. Yeah. You know what happens at weddings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that classic story we all have. I've never done meth. I wouldn't do meth. I just happen to be in the same hotel room as people doing meth. It happens. With Come a out. pile of meth. Yeah. <laughs> you ever heard of ride sharing? It's like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> meth sharing. We had a room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was a weird one, too. Uh, let's see what else we want to spin into. Oh, all sports are canceled. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, yeah. that's that yeah. softball. Oh, my God. That right. was pretty crazy. When I was sitting there, and then all of a sudden, you know, I think I woke I woke up. I was taking a nap. Yeah. And I woke up, and, like, our group chat was kind of blowing up a little bit. And they're like, this happened. Like, look at what they did at the game. Like, they just rushed out onto the court, you know, at, at the uh, OKC. And then all of a sudden, it's like, Ten minutes come by. Ten minutes later, they can't. They cancel the whole game, and it's like yeah. twenty minutes later, NBA season's over. Yeah. Thirty minutes later, holy shit, they're all in quarantine. In yeah. OKC. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus Christ, yeah. it was like the most wild forty-five minutes ever. Oh yeah. no, seriously, shit went from zero to a hundred so fast. Well, was... I think it was like a two-day spree where the NBA was like, "Cool, we're suspending all games," and then uh, the NCAA for March Madness was like. Okay, we're not going to spend the games, but there's going to be no audiences. We're going to play basketball, and then like 12 hours later, they're like, "Now nah, we're spending." Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck the tournament. Sorry. Yeah, fuck the tournament. We're not. We're not taking that PR backlash. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone was like, "Well, goddamn! At least like at least we have the NHL to look forward to." And then like eight hours after that, NHL was like, "Now nah, we're out too." <laughs> oh my god! I love the second that happened, all the memes started flooding in when uh, Canada was making big strides to finding a vaccine. Yeah, Canada's Everyone's in the like, testing <laughs> phase already of a vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh." Cancel hockey. Canada gets shit done. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> or just like Canada was chill until you fucked with their like hockey, hockey and yeah, then yeah. they were like, "All right, we'll we'll fix this go, whole thing for you fuckers." Right uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? This is what we're gonna do. Yeah. Huh? This is what we're doing. We're gonna cancel yeah. the one thing <laughs> we have. Joy. Yeah. Was it just? I did. I, I'm pretty sure I saw something today that said something along the lines of that the U.S. is testing their first vaccine tomorrow. I did not hear that at all. I, 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 all I know is that Cuba has been sending it to a ton of different countries. There's a bunch of the countries testing it. it. Canada's testing it. Supposedly, Germany's testing it. And Trump tried to contact that lab and get a deal where they would only sell it to America. And they were like German scientists. So they were like, <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, no. <laughs> and, like, and like Trump was, it wasn't even, he was trying to buy vaccine. He was saying like, I will buy the vaccine, but it has to be for America only. You can't sell it to anyone else. And then, and then that came out in a newspaper in Germany. And then the German health industry was, or health ministry was like, yeah, we're not going to deny any of that. <laughs> and they, they didn't like confirm it either, but they were like, yeah, you know, that is much. what our person said. And yeah. we're not going to deny that happened. <laughs> We're also not going to do anything That's about it. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Oh my so God. funny. Yeah, to go to another country and be like, we will buy your whole stock, but it has to be for us only. <laughs> That's and, pretty and bold I move. Will the deal maker. It yeah. wasn't, the the article I saw wasn't talking about the U.S. I don't know where I got that, but it was talking about Canada. Canada, yeah. They're, they're, in, they're, they're in human trials. Human trials. Yeah. Which yeah, is that's awesome. pretty fucking bold. Shout out to Canada. <laughs> Shout out to Cuba. Being yeah. on the ball. Man, I feel like we burned through that pretty quick. I thought that was going to take longer for sure. I did too. 
Well, okay. Well, let's spin into... This is not the Weird Weird Week, but there's this really cool thing in politics happening right now. No, no way. Where two and a half months after Andrew Yang dropped out, everyone's like, you huh, that guy had some cool ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone would be really doing well with a UBI yeah. right about now. Yeah, CNBC came out for it. AOC, who previously called it a Trojan horse, came out that we should do UBI. Ro Khanna's for it. Tim Ryan came out for mm-hmm. it, who Tim Ryan I only know is like, the yoga and pull-ups guy, but he's <laughs> pro-UBI. So I, I just thought it was funny this week that two months ago, everyone was like, man, that's a crazy idea. We could never do that. That's a Trojan horse to kill all uh, safety net programs. And then coronavirus hits, and everyone's like, you know what people need? Money. <laughs> I also liked the one, literally one day after things shut, start shutting down, and just like the seasons are over, the, the, the stores are closed, like all kinds of stuff yeah. starts hitting the fan. The stock market drops by eleven percent yeah. or whatever it was. Like as soon as that happened, all of a sudden you you get you, you see like almost like this regret face on the on like the CNN pundits. Like Tapper was like, well, you know, it's it's like with this many people walking around without insurance, yeah. scared to lose their job. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. it's like well, you just spent. Months attacking the two candidates who supported that, and the one candidate who attacked who supported any any other res- resolution yeah. for this. Yeah, and now you're now you're just gonna like put your tail between your legs when it's too late. Well, and then also today, like today, we were watching the debate. It is Sunday. What is it? The fourteenth or something? The fifteenth. Fifteenth. Sunday, March fifteenth. We were watching the debate between Bernie and Biden, <clears throat> and they both kept saying like, "If you lose your job, like you won't have to worry about your rent. Like we'll make you whole. Right. Like everything will be paid for." They kept saying, "We'll make you whole." which is like corporate bullshit speak for like, we totally won't cut your wages. Um, they kept saying, we'll make you whole, but no one came out and said how they were going to make us whole. Mm-hmm. And now the policy that people are coming back with is UBI, yeah. but no one came out and said like, hey, we will give you fucking money because oh, yeah. when you uh, are a waitress and no one's coming to a restaurant anymore, then you're fucked. <laughs> who put forward the, who, who fronted the bill with Tulsi Gabbard. She fronted the bill with HR 897. I do believe the, uh, emergency UBI. Yeah, emergency UBI. Okay. This is my favorite take though. UBI is like crack in the sense you're going to give a thousand dollars a month for like three, four months to Americans and be like, yeah, we're going to yeah. wheel that back. Like, yeah. I'd love to see how that one goes over. <laughs> or like, like I, that's why I'm super in favor of a, a quote-unquote emergency UBI. I mean, yeah. Because the second you give Americans $1,000 a month, you're not going to be able to, like, put that cat back in the bag. Like, yeah. Yeah, you got yeah. to at least compensate something Yeah, you're going to have to do like, something. Yeah. Well, that's you have to cut it in half to 500 people, or something. Most people don't, you know, you talk to the, just the average person. Does the United States government have enough to give everyone $1,000 a month? And then you say this crazy number. Yeah. Yeah, they fucking do. Yeah, well, they it's said not that uh, crazy. the $1.5 trillion would be $9,000 for every adult over the age of 18. And what was the, what was the actual, like, uh, specifics? Because I've heard a lot of people critiquing people who are saying, who are saying specifically that, that, like, $1.5 could be spent on this, that, and that. Was yeah. it quantitative easing on it loans? Easing. It was quantitative yeah. easing. But people act like that's not the government spending. That it's is not. The, but, but it it's really... It's not. I mean, but it is. It's... It is, but it's not. Yes. The Fed, this is where you get a little in the conspiracy realm, because the Fed is a private company. The Fed has nothing to do with the U.S. government. Yeah. So. It does operate independently, yes. It does operate independently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's right. like, but if the government told them to do something, they'd essentially have to do it. Oh, yeah. And like, 
we can do things with our like we could essentially borrow money from the Fed at zero interest rate and yeah. then just pass it along to the people. What so, else did, did did they do? They passed a, they passed a zero uh, or they lowered the interest rates to zero. Zero for and student loans and other and what? No, no, no. no for just, for uh, oh, I thought someone, quantitative easing. Oh, uh, maybe no. this one's still a bill then because I thought oh, I said okay. I saw no, someone that the said national, they were gonna in the in his national when he said it was a national emergency. Uh, he said that they were suspending all oh, interest, interest on student loans. Yes, actually, oh, okay. that was a That's that cool. was shout out so to Trump until, for something for doing something. Until, right. until, yeah, until yeah. further notice, he didn't he didn't say when. Yeah. He just said until further notice, there is no longer interest rates interest on student loans. That's that's pretty dope. But that I mean, they did quantitative easing. They lowered interest rates to zero. Like, mm-hmm. what what can you do past that? We've besides we've, give people fucking money. We've already like used every tool. In yeah. The, in the yep. In the toolbox. And that that's why like this whole time I was afraid of keeping interest rates this low to zero because mm-hmm. then when shit hits the fan, you, you don't can't have boost a way to fix spending. Them. Yeah. By reducing if you lower from like one point five percent to zero percent, like what's your move after that? I know some countries have gone negative interest rates, but like. Not many. How long? How long is that sustainable? It's not even? sustainable long term, mm-hmm. and like it also fucks you even more because essentially, like Once banks, banks get paid to borrow money. Mm-hmm. Me and you don't get paid to borrow money. Yeah. So what the hell, man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I get in on some of that? I'll yeah, borrow eight hundred bucks yeah, yeah. and make nine hundred. Yeah. I'll give you your eight hundred back. Yeah. I just made hundred bucks. You know, the, but the poor guy can't do that. Yeah. But if the bank wants to borrow like one point something trillion, and it huh? like. We got, a, we got a bottomless pit of money for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Here you go. Yeah, so like the Fed has done essentially everything they can to like assuage the doubts in the economy. Mm-hmm. I also want to do a deep dive. Uh, this will be for a different podcast, but me and my buddy in California got in like a debate the other day about like what the word economy means and mm-hmm. how like I think it means different things to different people where like when rich people think of the economy, they think of the stock, stock market, market. And when poor people think of the economy, it's like how easy is it for me to get like a job and pay for my bills mm-hmm. you know like Just material yeah, things yeah yeah like well i mean the definition of the economy is like there is a a, a definition that it, i mean it's basically just the way in which a society allocates its resources to people who need it but that's like so broad because like well yeah but the stock yeah. market has nothing to do with that but that's what when all of these talking heads on major news networks say like the, the economy how are you going to argue with trump when the economy is doing so well mm-hmm. it's like what do you mean by the economy? Because yeah, who's you're it right. doing well for? Like the stock market's doing great. Like yeah. I, that's not a part of the economy. I feel. Mm-hmm. So that, who are we talking about? That would be a really great podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's we should, so open. Yeah, we should do like a deeper discussion on that because that was one where I was just like, the yeah, exact, like, the, and I I thought like the left should come up with like a different term for like for economics. Uh, and yeah, just, well, just for like what what we mean when we're saying the economy. Because right. when I say the like right. the economy is really shitty, mm-hmm. what I mean is like. A person can't work one forty-hour-a-week job and pay for like their apartment and their car mm-hmm. and their gas and their food. Let alone if they have a kid. Yeah, or exactly, a family exactly. Or... or even best case scenario, you have like two people with like no kids. You usually still can't afford like yeah. a comfortable living. Yeah. So like, but that's what the economy means to me. Mm-hmm. But then all these people who are like hosts of TV shows will be like, "Yeah, man, the economy's humming along. Like, mm-hmm. unemployment's the lowest it's ever been." It's like, yeah, because people are running like four jobs, man. Yeah. And they still can't afford their rent. People are underemployed yeah. in, in, in higher rates exactly. than they were 10 years ago. But you need a different descriptive word so you can be like, yeah, sure, that's the economy, but we're talking about mm-hmm. blank. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like I'm fine seeding that word, mm-hmm. but... I, I mean, I just tend to, to, to think if, if they want to convince people, like if the left wants to convince people that they are on their side economically, yeah. start using terms like your 
material conditions your the i mean like there's there's got to be like a really clean yeah, way to, to like that's what i've, I've been trying to think of one because even material conditions can mean different things to different people yeah. too we need something specific when you know they're gonna whip out like material conditions like your iphone does yeah, every it, person it, need an iphone did your grandpa have yeah. a have a smartphone oh wow you must be doing a lot better than yeah, him right exactly you your material conditions like avocado toast <laughs> does every millennial need avocado toast mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah so we need something like Easy, simple, off the bat, just be like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the economy, but we're talking about the no, ability I, I to yeah. survive. It's open. And yeah. The exact definition exactly. of economy is the wealth and resources of a country or region, especially in terms of production and consumption and consumption of goods and services. Mm-hmm. That's and that could even be the stock market. Like the stock yeah. market's yeah. a good gauge of that because, like, as robot trucks take over, the economy will skyrocket, or the stock market will. But it'll just concentrate. But, yeah, it'll concentrate, and more people will lose their jobs and not be able to afford a living and things. So you, we need like. A one-word crisp off the cuff to say like, yeah, but what about this number? Because because I mean, and, and the problem is, is that when people talk about an economy doing well right now, they're talking about uh, a consolidation of wealth among smaller amount of people. Yeah, that's what the economic indicators for the stock market doing that well yeah. means. It doesn't mean that or like, just businesses, but who's in control of businesses? A small amount of the population. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the, when when the Dow goes up, it means like this X amount of companies is doing really well. Yes. It doesn't mean like the so people that's who making work it for to them. The people who work yeah, for them exactly. Or the, even well the investors. Yeah. Like it's and people are talking about this too, like to circle back to UBI a little bit, like nothing is going to convince employers that they need to automate, automate away jobs more than like a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Cause like, Oh, they're like, Oh, huh. Wow. A robot burger flipper does not get sick. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the, I, I think this is going to be a giant blow to the economy. Also, having people take two weeks off with like a skeleton crew, you'd be like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. we could function with a skeleton crew. Fuck those people. Oh my god. Yeah. Literally at work, we've we've what we lost four employees. We're more busy than we've ever been. <laughs> and uh, we were asking the corporate about like you know who are we gonna bring in, and they said we're not hiring any additional people for this store. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Just let's work everyone to the end of their rope. Yeah. No. Yeah. That, that's that's how. Because it's then you don't have more people to cover when someone needs to be quarantining themselves for Ooh. a couple of days or a week or whatever. Like we don't have the coverage to do that. More than one well, person. Well, oftentimes goes the biggest overhead of businesses right now is like the human cost. Labor. Yeah. Yeah. Labor. It's always labor. Yeah. Yeah. So they're gonna try to ixnay that shit as fast as they can and get us out of the equation. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and 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 the transition to the service economy was supposed to be the the final kind of saving point for that. Like, hey, we may not have manufacturing jobs, but you can work a register. We may yeah. not have uh, like you know the greatest uh, uh, you know structural production jobs in the world, yeah. but you can go and work at a hotel front desk. Or be, you know, like, like even even nicer jobs too, where like electrician, plumber, HVAC, like mm-hmm. things like that are like good, usually union jobs. Mm-hmm. But then on the flip from when you're like age five to age 18, they're like, you know who goes into HVAC? Losers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go to People college. who didn't go to college. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you really want to fix uh, electrical systems in, in buildings? Yeah, yeah. That's, Have fun at tech that's school, bro. Blue-collar <laughs> loser shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then so you go to college and get like a philosophy degree, and you come out, and you're like, wow, I, call, I got my degree, guys. Mm-hmm. Where's my job? And they're like, yeah, yeah you don't get some philosophy degree. <laughs> Liberal losers. arts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's this weird feedback loop of like, there are some decent service economy jobs, but then we're told our whole lives, like, don't go do that because mm-hmm. that's some loser shit. And it's like, no, that, like, union electrician is probably making 80K a year with, like, essentially a guaranteed job forever because no one else can do his shit. Oh, absolutely. 
And, and like to go back to like the what we were talking about, like redefining like what we call the economy. Like even if we are defining it in their terms, like they're. I think we should. We only shouldn't correct. try to fight. We shouldn't try to fight the the stream. G- I, give them that term, and we can come up with a better term. Well, but what I'm saying is that even if we just accept their terms of the debate, they still aren't right because like when they they talk about it, and and every time you you finally get someone who's smart enough to know that they're lying and about the economy because they're yeah. they're either in the hands of the wealthy or they're wealthy themselves. Well, that's what I'm saying. They go on, on the CNBC. Like, they're smart enough to know they're lying, but like. Their incentive structure is to continue, continue lying. lying. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, but but the thing they're lying about is that like they always say the same thing. They're like, we what you need for an economy to thrive for everyone, yeah. for, a, for a rising tide to lift all boats, yeah, is is economic dynamism. Yeah. And and, and if for anyone who doesn't know the term dynamism, it's basically how uh, corporate bullshit. Yeah, it's it's a cor- corporate jargon word about like how likely investors are to invest in a, in a in a company, how likely yeah. people are to go out and start their own business, how likely people are to yeah. do this. But this is if you think in short term with the money that the people that already have money succeeding, and it's like wow, look at all this, look at all this yeah. dynamism, look at all these yeah. people investing, but. Every economist in the world who's like not a paid hack or not yeah. a billionaire will tell you like, well, you're looking at an economy with less and less consumers yeah. and people who basically are, oh, are yeah. living paycheck to paycheck with a negative balance. I think that's their, the biggest their... argument for UBI. It's like at some point you're going to hit this wall where there's like 80% of the population who's not going to buy a new TV. Yeah. You know, well, like, well, yeah, like it's or, it's or pay for Amazon Prime mm-hmm. or like any of that because it's just like. Well, shit! I can barely afford groceries. I'm not gonna go buy a new toaster. Fuck you guys. Yeah, would we say the bottom 14 percent of America, or close to 20 percent, or something like that, has negative wealth? Yeah, yeah. I think it's something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It might even be a little higher. Than and that it, well, it's expanding because that was like 2011. Yeah, like, yeah, it was some number. Yeah, or it, it's it's getting worse from there. And when there's no one to buy your product, it doesn't matter how efficiently you can make that product. But then the flip of that too is like, have you seen like the luxury goods market is exploding because it's rich people selling shit to rich people. Well, well, the luxury goods market operates like on a, it's almost like in a completely unique economy. Yeah. And there's even like, like, uh, but I think they're trying to stop gap that of like, oh, we can't sell to poor people. We're just selling more expensive shit mm-hmm. to rich people. Yeah. Let's make only 4k 70 inch yeah, TVs exactly. now and stop and investing in 30 grand. inch TVs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, that's something, I get, now that you bring it up, I've noticed about TVs, they're all either $3,000 or $400. Yep. You know, like, there's not... And the not, $400 one cost yeah. them, like, eight bucks to make after, yeah, the, yeah, after like, they, like, you know, streamlined the, the process. Even the middle-class consumer goods are gone. It's like, yeah, you're yeah. either incredibly wealthy or you got to make do with what you got, buddy. When you mm-hmm. get to a point where they're pretty close, I mean, yeah, you compare, like, some, like, Roku TV to, you know, Samsung's crazy, like... Yeah, twelve k AMOLED, eight k like quantum yeah, bullshit. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, yeah, I don't know what that yes, means. but the majority of people won't really fucking notice that. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, which is crazy that there's a difference between twelve thousand and four hundred dollars. Well, it's 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 like I mean, luxury goods. Uh, someone put it uh, as as a tax on rich people, essentially. Just like how the same. I think they want to buy TV, so they buy the nicest one. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and their neighbor bought an eighty inch, so he had to see if that someone yeah. could make him a ninety. Yeah. You know, like yeah. uh, stuff like that. But Keeping up with the Joneses. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's like our weird spinoff of UBI, too. Because mm-hmm. I think that was mostly what we had to bring up. Yeah. yeah. No, we're good. I think we uh, we should probably do some shout-outs. Okay. Cool. Does anyone... I'll go first. Okay. Um, I just want to shout-out Colorado. Um, okay. What's uh, up with Colorado? Colorado. Um, so they passed some legislation earlier last week. And it replaced Columbus Day with Cabrini Day. Um, 
And it says, fuck you, Columbus. You know, Who's Cabrini? Cabrini. Um, Francis Xavier Cabrini. Who, according oh, to I the thought bill, who was going to be a joke, but <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> um, uh, is a woman responsible for creating 67 schools, hospitals, and orphan- orphanages in the United States. And That's cool. South and Central America yeah, throughout her Columbus. lifetime. So they replaced Columbus Day with someone who actually did something good. Anyone who's upset at fuck Columbus, he discovered it second. So, fuck, fuck him. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one, yep. no one cares about people who discover something second. You know. Yeah. Apart from just being a brutal shit lord, like. Yeah, but even that's the what they always turn back to is like, yeah, you know, he was kind of an asshole. I get it, but, but it was the sign he of the discovered times. America. And, yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, he didn't. He did not. Wow. No. Fuck you. And just think about the racism of the term discovered. Yeah. There were people there. Yeah. Like, but he discovered it for white people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we didn't know it was here. We didn't know we could exploit it yet. <laughs> the Western civilization yeah. discovered a civilization yeah. to the West. Oh, man. Oh, man. So we have to turn that Western civilization into our Western civilization. Yeah. No, I'm fine with Columbus Day being gone. I don't really care about Columbus. Yeah. yeah. He seemed like kind of a dick. Well, yeah. He definitely was. I Also, okay, this is a point I'll address a little bit where, like, I think there's being a dick for your time, which is, like, maybe you didn't fight against slavery because, like, you existed in that time. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, he... go harvest gold or I'll chop off your hand. No, which is, like, <laughs> like, that's like, that's, like, next level. So that's not no. just being a dick for his time. That's, he... like, what? hey, you're kind of the worst, man. Well, people try to, like, like revive his legacy sometimes, and, and they'll go into the history and they'll say things like, he was reluctant to the slave trade, but the, the king of, uh, of Spain wanted him to do, blah, 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 and, you know, talking about yeah. that. But, like, literally, there's letters basically with yeah. him begging yeah. the king and queen of, of Spain at the time to uh, invest in the idea of slavery. Yeah, I think there was a spinoff of uh, really great, Howard Zinn's A People's History of the mm-hmm. United States, where it was like A People's History of the World, and I read yeah. some of his letters in that. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah you're like you're a full-fledged real monster. Shit yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We have no. a day for you. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm good getting the fuck rid of that guy. And like 300 statues. We can even give him like his one paragraph in U.S. history class that no one will remember. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't remember most of my U.S. history class. Yeah. Like, hey, this was the guy who allowed Europe to come over here. Cool, I'll forget about him. Discovered America second. Yeah, but like, we don't need a holiday for him. He's kind of a dick, and he Mm. wasn't even the first. Who cares? Yeah, he wasn't even the first. Hey, who's the first guy to break the sound barrier? Chuck Yeager. Who's the second guy? I don't fucking know. I don't care. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? I don't even know the second guy to step out of the moon landing. Chuck Yeager. He didn't step onto the moon. (laughs) He didn't? I think he did. I don't think he did. I think he did. I didn't think they had enough time. No, I think they did. I think he did. I will say side note, Chuck Yeager, badass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When he broke the sound barrier, he had a broken rib. And he couldn't couldn't lean to close the entire, like, uh, big windscreen thing up above him. So he fashioned a piece of wood to do it for himself <laughs> because he didn't want to let yeah he didn't want to let anyone else do it. <laughs> well, because Chuck Yeager went down in history and number two go. Well, go he didn't want anyone to know that he was hurt. He was yeah. like, I forget how it happened. Well, no, I've he heard astronauts do that too, where like they He's a lot of times won't report their illness because they know they'll get taken off the program. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Chuck Yeager's probably thinking the same thing. We're like, oh, I'll give it to like Jimmy Smith over here. Fuck that man, Chuck Yeager. Yeah, <laughs> I'll fucking blow that sound barrier. It reminds me of a of a Far Side comic where it was uh, uh, Lewis and Lewis and Clark, and it was on like a, a 
a newspaper and, and it's like uh, Clark's mom, Meriwether Clark's mom, holding a paper up to him. He's like, if you don't start doing something on these trips, you're going to be playing second fiddle in the history book forever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I think he's only remembered because it's like, it's such a catchy little Lewis, Lewis and Clark. Clark. Yeah, yeah, just like, yeah. if oh, it Lewis didn't sound that yeah. good, if it was like, exactly. Lewis Din and Rosenberg. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. I'm not, no one's going to remember that. Wasn't Rosenberg the chick who was cut out of the DNA discovery? What? Yeah. I think the maybe. DNA discovery? Uh, the people who discovered the double helix, there was oh, a, a woman who yeah, took the picture, and I think it might have been like... Rosenberg. <laughs> so that would be pretty funny. Um, okay, I'm going to go with my shout-out. Um, I'm shouting out Mary Roach this week. She's the author of a book I'm reading called Grunt, and she uh, writes books that are really cool. They're like deep dives into things you wouldn't think about. Like Grunt is about like uh, military, military combat yeah, and military yeah. history, but it's like things you wouldn't think about. Like she had a chapter all about like diarrhea and how like diarrhea affects like missions and like combat safety and things mm -hmm. like that. And there's another chapter about like military clothing and like how it's designed and how you would yeah. really think about it and stuff. So it's just like, it's less of like, there's a million books about like military strategy and like military history, but like mm -hmm. she always does deep dives into like weird wonky things that like you wouldn't really think about. No, that's cool. Yeah. I'm always into that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you, like you should check her out because Grunt. Grunt's this one. She had one called, I think it's called Bonk that I read. It's like a weird history of like sex and like human sexuality mm. studies and stuff like that. And then there, there's a bunch of other ones she wrote, but she always does these like weird ones. And there's like multiple points in the book that make you like laugh because mm -hmm. you're just like, yeah, that is weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's dope. Yeah, I think she, she had this one that made me like Laugh out loud. I, for, I can't remember the exact lining, but uh, they were talking about like how sh like being around uh, like artillery and shooting guns and stuff can like damage your hearing. And so she went to a test to like uh, use their new like essentially earplugs, but that are modified to like sort out like like loud noises, but keep the soft noises so you can hear yeah. like mm -hmm. your teammates talk to you. Yeah. And uh, she was like firing an, uh, uh, like an M16 or whatever. And the guy who was like allowing her to shoot it and at the range like teaching her was like, hey, if at any time you, like, don't feel comfortable doing this, you can just, like, raise your hand and say, like, hey, I'm not comfortable. I'm done with this. I'm not <laughs> – this isn't my jam. And she she had this comment. She was like, man, if only war worked that way. This got a little crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was, like, I was, like, sitting alone reading, and I laughed out loud, just being like – yeah, you know what, guys, this isn't my thing. <laughs> the guy who, the guy who was just like screaming at the highest yeah. decibel in your ear, and then you just watch him like yeah. with some lady. He's like, "Hey, whenever you're feeling done, yeah. like, or just like great. like a Vietnam like draftee who's just like, you know what, that this isn't yeah, my jam. Um, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Mary Roach, way way to write really good books, and I'll toss it back to Nick now. All right. Well, for my uh, shout-out this week, uh, it was something that happened, I think, earlier today, actually. Um, shout-out to AOC, Alexandria oh, okay. Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, she's been – I think her takes have been getting better and better over time. Like, she's she's been pretty good on most things most of the time. But, you know, she's still learning the learning the she ground and stuff like that. She turned against me on UBI. Yeah. I mean, well, actually, she she did say that, that – I think she was what like, you were talking about when you said specifically that Yang's UBI yeah, was – she, did. she didn't say that UBI But that also hurt more because she was just like, yeah, fuck this one in this, particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? what's the one on the table, dude? Come like, on. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Okay, I, 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 I get it playing defense for Bernie. But yeah, like, true. You, you, there, That's there what was, it there were like. There were actual people to be concerned about, yeah. like, that were going to be – yeah, whatever. But, yeah, she today has – she's always had good – instincts with stuff like like you know race and immigration though she does so like yeah. she she today got a, a notice from someone with an alert uh they have they've set up a, a local 
alert system network in New York for seeing ICE vehicles and That's ICE vans. And basically, she like hopped in a car. For ice. Yes, exactly. She hopped in a hopped in a car, raced to Laguardia to intercept an ICE uh, detention, oh, yeah. and because basically, and, and her and her logic with it was like basically like, hey, we're in a travel shutdown. Yeah. Why the fuck are we like moving the most children around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. moving like you know the most vulnerable people yeah. in our society around the country on planes and then to a holding cell with close well, quarters tra- oh, with more than 50 people was that what you were saying <laughs> <laughs> almost like CDC that thing that they said <laughs> CDC should come shut down ice they should. that'd be super tight <laughs> be so, yeah, the like, government just like like 40 mm. scientists in the lab coats rolling and be like man this is too many people in the room guys <laughs> you're gonna have to let some of them go <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that would be such a power move. Oh, how great would it be if if we like had to lay off ice people for, from this? That'd be great. Like, yeah. If we, if we couldn't like afford to risk sending people out, so they're like, oh, we gotta let Sorry. people go. You know, those are the only people I think should not get thing, if it uh, went emergency UBI. <laughs> they would still be considered emergency. They're right? yeah, they're they're counted as essential personnel, essential unfortunately. Personnel. Yeah. And honestly, like, I'm not 100% against that because a lot of what they do is just, like, check, like, containers at, like, ports, which mm-hmm. is, like, we probably should be doing that. Yeah, that's but, fine. like, the going to arrest people within, like, 100 miles of a border where they just have free reign to be, like, you're pretty brown. Mm-hmm. Like the little Where's family your card? Guy yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got any papers? Yeah. yeah, but it's, like, within 100 miles of, like, ports of entry, which is, like, a good chunk of a lot of the southern states. Yeah. Of the US. Yeah. My yeah. My, uh, my sixth grade uh, social studies and history teacher like put it in perspective. That was the year that they came out with that Arizona law where uh, Border Patrol and ICE yeah. were allowed to D-W-B. ask you. Yeah, they were allowed to ask you for to 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 identify your yeah. citizenship. Now. If you're a Mexican person, which is super against the Fourth Amendment, it is absolutely super against literally the, they, the rule, the direct thing, because it was never illegal to just ask someone for papers yeah. like while you're in the middle of a, a traffic stop or, or, a, yeah. or a pulling them over or doing whatever. But this was saying that you could literally see someone, determine that they look Use like that someone, as a for stop, and then that yeah. was that was like reason uh, probable cause. I don't even cause. know how like how would any of us prove our citizenship. I that's what no, that's what like, he said. Let me go home and he, get my. He, there's been multiple cases card? where it's happened to people he, where like they're American citizens, but and they get arrested. Because as, as is the similar with most Americans, mm-hmm. I have my driver's license and that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. If you want my social or my birth certificate, I don't know where they are. I have to go. It, I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know where they are. Yeah. It'd probably take me three, four weeks to get that shit together. Mm-hmm. I'd have to go to like the Social Security Administration mm-hmm. and like call up the hospital I was born at. So, like I could get it, mm-hmm. but you need to give me some time. Yeah. But you have multiple cases where people were arrested well, because they, like they, they, well, and the government recommends not carrying your social security card on you. Yeah. Yeah. What, what other documentation would you? I don't know. Have? Well, yeah. My, that was my teacher's yeah. whole point with the set with his this thing talking. He was like he was like. All right, so I want you guys to think really hard here. If I came up to you and asked you, prove that you're an American, and then, yeah. like, of course, the first person said, oh, my driver's license. And he's like, you don't have to be a citizen to have a driver's license. And not in a lot of states, yeah. And, and he's like, I'm like, and then they're like, okay, okay. He's like, a green card. He's like, but you're born in America. You don't have a green card. Have a green card. And it was no. like, a uh, social security card. And he's like, how can they verify that right there on the spot? Or who it's keeps impossible. it with them? And who keeps I it guess, with them? I guess maybe now... With the new driver's license, they have the star card. Yeah, fuck the star card too. Yeah, seriously, that is such a bullshit yeah, thing, right? I gotta like bring three forms of ID now instead of one to prove I'm American, and then I can fly on flights. Yeah. Ooh, funny story time to it tell was our listeners. To get a pass I had to fly to California. I would recommend anytime you fly anywhere, make them pat you down because it's really hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> make them pat. Oh. you Yeah. Down. Okay. So you have an option. 
if you don't want to get in their weird x-ray body scanner, you can go through a metal detector and then they have to pat you down. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah. So you, John. Yeah. Oh my so God. I was not going to get into some 3D scan bullshit to, <laughs> to, to, to scan my whole body and then find out 10 years down the line that they're using it to identify terrorists or some shit. Yeah. So I told them, oh, okay. So at first they wouldn't let me do it, but there's a pregnant lady in front of me who did it. And I was like, well, why does she get to go through the metal detector and I can't? And they're like, because uh, she's pregnant. And I was like, well, I would like to take that option. <laughs> and they tried, they tried to like, they tried to sell it to me as like, well, you understand that if you do that, you go through the metal detector, we're gonna have to pause you and we're gonna have to pat you down. But it's the Boise Airport, and I got there like two hours early. So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. man, I, I got all the time in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys want to watch a movie while we're doing yeah, this? Exactly. <laughs> I was like, man, I will make you fuckers do this because I got nowhere to be and no shame. So, <laughs> so they pull you into this. Uh, they they make you go through the metal detector, and then they pull you into this like side section, mm-hmm. and they're like, man, you want a private room or something? I'm like, nope. <laughs> you can pat do me down right here. Yeah, you can pat me down right in front of everyone else don't care and then the best part is like they explain to you they're like okay we're gonna go open palm open palm tap you down everywhere and when we get to, palm. yeah when we, when we get to a sensitive area back, rev- back of the hand and then they cross your across your like nipples they go back of the hand and then like when they get to like the groin region they go back of the hand and then like obviously like i'm a larger guy so they were like Man, he could be like hiding something on the inside of his thighs. <laughs> so they, they had to call like their supervisor over to like more intricately pat me down. And I was just like, God, I wish I was there. Yeah. Oh, so to any dude. listeners, I recommend strongly get there a little bit ahead of time and take that path. Because if if everyone in America flying said like, no, pat me down, fucker. Like, that would slow down TSA to such a degree that they would have to stop all their bullshit. Because, yeah. so funny. It was really fun. They made me take off my belt, and they were kind of going, like, in, in my waistband. Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, you're going to get started really Right, early. and every time I fly, I'm going to make them do it, because I'm not getting into some dumb body scanner I'm going to find out gives me cancer in 10 years. And uh, it also slows them down, because it took, like... I probably occupied three agents for like 15 minutes patting me down. <laughs> so, so if everyone can hop on that bandwagon, oh. we can slow TSA to a halt. <laughs> oh, man. That's so funny. Did you yeah. see that TSA uh, bumped up the regulations on how much uh, hand sanitizer you can take on a plane now? <laughs> no, they like, it's all they bullshit. Like, of course they would. They did. <laughs> and it just proves that it's such bullshit because they tripled how much hand sanitizer. You can take now like 12 yeah. ounces of hand sanitizer. But if that was C4, that would be a really big bomb. <laughs> if you need 12 ounces of hand sanitizer by the time you land on a flight you took, you're they bathing also, in it. They also let me keep my lighter and my pack of cigarettes. So I was just like... Okay. Yeah, like, what do you take from... You're going to take my, like, bottle of toothpaste, but I get to keep a lighter and cigarettes? Like, you'd think that would cause something (laughs) negative on a plane. Like, I could go in the bathroom and just start lighting stuff on fire. Well, on top of that, have you guys seen the stats for the testing? Oh, yeah. 90% 90 of things get through. Yeah. In the 10% of things that they stop, give me a guess. Guess what 9 of the 10% are? Guns. Liquids. (laughs) liquids water bottles we really we stopped aquafina from i remember when they first on the plane when they first came out with the the body scanner things there was this guy who came out with like i'll show you how to get right through this real easy Uh and he he put like essentially a machete 
to like the side of his body along like perfectly yeah, against like, his frame uh, perfectly against like his stomach and to his thigh where it was just like flat against him mm-hmm. so on like on the scan thing on like an x-ray it's just flat. it just it just flat so he gets through with like a machete holy yeah cuz it was just like if it's flat against you, it's not a metal detector; it's an X-ray, so they're just scanning you. And I don't, they probably improved it since then because it, it was like nine or ten years ago at this yeah. point. But like, he just like walked through with a machete and was like, "Yeah, this is like how adept our security systems are." You know, it'd be a point. badass job being the guy who tests the TSA. Yeah, like, you are. How, you work for the government. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna walk and, through. The and they're the like, right. yeah. <laughs> bring someone with you. Like, yeah. hey, come on, like a ride <laughs> Yeah, so I'd recommend everyone get patted down by this, like TSA because also like these guys are getting paid like fourteen dollars an hour and they do not want to pat down a fat man. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I'm gonna subject you to this shit because <laughs> none of you want to be here and I don't either. <laughs> and, and and for the uh, like the the scanners like you know more than likely they're not gonna come out to to, to show that they. I don't care. It's a principle. More than like I know I know I'm gonna defend you <laughs> okay. here yeah. with a story. Because it's, even if you're even if you're not gonna you know twist your uh, tinfoil cap quite as pointy as John, <laughs> yeah. he, he loves his. Um, it's impossible, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't do it. Uh, but uh, John's a fucking prepper. Except QAnon, they can do it. Yeah, They've they can it. do it. That's <laughs> but, way past my level. But even if none of none of what he said was scary, was happening. Uh, the first story to come out day four of those things being in use when they first got. I think you said. I think you're right. I think it was about like ten, nine years ago, something yeah. like yeah, that. Full like body that. scanners says. Man goes on rampage, breaking things, screams at coworkers, and quits on the uh, quits on the spot after being made fun of for his small penis by the people, <laughs> yeah, exactly. by his coworkers yeah. who scanned oh, him through huh. the body scanner. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, cool. That's yeah. not invasion of. Well, privacy that was like the all. NSA when Prism came out. We're just like. Oh, all these twenty-year-old programmers are cyber-stalking their ex-girlfriends with complete <laughs> access to the internet. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Who would have thunk it? What if we just like don't put yeah. any regulations yeah. on what these people right? can do? Exactly. Yeah. Just let them have it. Yeah. I thought Stacy was a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> I had to read her messages and look at her nudes. <laughs> That's kind of going. She in the rejected direction. me senior year, yeah. and I've been suspicious ever since. Yeah. We can talk about what's in the house right now. Oh man, what with the uh, encryption. Oh yeah, let's 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 spin into nice transition. transition. Yeah. yeah. All right, tell us about it, McLean. I don't know that much about it. <laughs> I don't know that much about it either. What I have been told, they, yeah. yeah, we're what, slightly informed. Slightly informed. That sh- did we even say our episode, or show title at the beginning? We did. We did. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cool. So we're slightly informed, but this is what I've heard: is that there's uh, an encryption bill in Congress that's set to end encryption specifically for messaging apps. End-to-end encryption. End-to-end encryption for messaging apps like WhatsApp, WhatsApp, it's Facebook the Messenger. Earn it bill. The Earn It Bill. The Earn you It go. Act. Do you have it pulled up? Do you want to uh, read to us about it? I'm pulling it up real fast. Okay, McLean's pulling. I'll tell you my summary, and we'll see yeah. how far it aligns with McLean's. So this is what I've been told: is that they're trying to end end-to-end encryption with uh, wh- what's a good reason to end end-to-end encryption? Guys? Terrorists. Okay, that's one good reason. Uh, 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 you know, um, animal domestic, abusers. Domestic abusers. Domestic abusers. That's another good one. Yeah. You know what? The one they're trying to pull this time though, pedophiles. That <laughs> 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 that these services would have to end end-to-end encryption until they could prove there to Congress that there's no pedophiles using their service. <laughs> <laughs> Which will be super easy when hundreds of millions of users use WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Guys, but it's to protect the children. Yeah, yeah. So you're not you really gotta think about the children. The children. Yeah. 
So it's just anytime the government wants to stick it to you, they hide it in terrorism or protecting the children or whatever they want to do. But it's really to stick it to the rest of us. Well, I mean, the amount of like layers of protection they can shed on this kind of stuff over the years is is crazy. Like the fact yeah. that net neutrality is like yeah, wiped out. Yeah, yeah. Completely People gone. can just buy your servers to your local internet, and yeah. you can only stream Netflix but not do anything else. Mm-hmm. They haven't gotten that far yet because I think it would cause like a mass re- revolt. Oh no! Yeah, I, I I was sitting in in when I worked at Netflix. Um, I had a presentation once, and they were just showing us this to like get uh, to try and like stop people from using some really bad verbiage about like stuff that they didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> to do it, they showed this thing and and it explained net neutrality at the beginning, and then he they like cut it off they're like oh it gets really political here but like you could tell what they were gonna yeah. say is like the reason that your screen is buffering is because the lame government yeah. wouldn't want to <laughs> let us to buy every server yeah, in your neighborhood exactly. it was like but then the flip of that too where it's like uh like direct tv would turn around and buy this like the speed traffic in your area and be like well you can't watch netflix <laughs> but you heard of direct tv now <laughs> like, like, We'll throttle Netflix and Hulu, but try DirecTV now. It's free. <laughs> so it's I'm kind of having a weird, weirdly tough time finding too much about it, but it sounds like the, it, the Earn It Bill. Um, Which is also dumb its, acronyms. Can it we did. stop it with dumb and acronyms? They, they also haven't used the word encryption once in it. Oh, my God. Because they don't they don't want to freak people out, but that's that's literally yeah. what it is. So it was had its first hearing March 12th, and... Um, Basically, if it passes, it will remove the messaging platform's legal exemption for internet speech sent across their networks. Um, and their their argument is that this material could be dangerous and illegal. Pedophiles. Oh, wow. It's Pedophiles. almost like we've heard that Pedophiles argument a, a million yeah. times before. <laughs> so basically, oh, it gives it's supposed to be 12 people under the attorney general who have whatever fucking... They can, review it? They can review it, it sounds like. Oh my god! And you know it's going to be twelve sixty-year-olds who don't understand encryption. Yeah, that's how this always works. Yeah, so fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> for our uh, head on the uh, anti-encryption task force, Orin Hatch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the other Keebler elves. Oh man, if we prepared more for this, there's there's like funny quote. I forgot it was some YouTube video or something where they were whipping out quotes. Of of any, these senators trying to like understand technology, any and it was it was just insane. Does it say anything about like VPNs or Tor or stuff no, like that? No, this is the this is the problem. Is it's just messaging? It's basically it's, they're it's, attacking it's, WhatsApp more than anything. Yeah, okay. it's, but, it's yeah. big end-to-end encryption messaging apps. Mm. But all you're gonna do is push people to like Telegraph and like but, um, VPNs and Tors and like like but but like more outside of the country based encrypted mm-hmm. services. Yeah. Like the sketchy people always find a way. These services just fuck over regular people. That's yeah. how it always We're goes. We're gonna find some Ukrainian website and yeah. what are you gonna do? Ban it from the entire yeah. US Signal, internet? Like, telegraph. Like there's always someone else who's gonna do it. You're just gonna fuck all the people who are like normies who only know how to use like WhatsApp or whatever. Yeah, if you're if you're a pedophile you'll find a way. Yeah. Oh yeah. They there's like they're they've been caught on YouTube and shit. Like mm-hmm. they're not like <laughs> they, they go into Call of yeah. Duty log- lobbies. Yeah, they go into. They like, find a way. Yeah. Criminals <laughs> find a way. Is that like stunning to anyone? I don't. Any yeah. guesses who uh, introduced the bill? Oh wait, wait, wait. Let's see. Let's see. Um, what's your favorite kind of cracker? A graham cracker, Lindsey Graham. Ram? No way. <laughs> oh my god. Of course it's uh, he said one time. I'll just read one little thing. Talking about talking to. 
grilling Apple and Facebook about this. He said, I you're going to watch him grill Apple. You're going to find a way to do this, or we're going to do it for you. We're not going to give. We're not going to live in a world where a bunch of child abusers have safe haven to practice their craft, period. End of discussion. They're going to get too good at pedophiling, and we won't be able to stop them. But if they're rich, you know, you know, maybe we'll hit you with a fine. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Yeah. You so must be rich, this EFF rich to pass this charge. Or Trump <laughs> on the Lolita Express. Uh, or good Bill response Clinton, to this is... Or Mike Bloomberg, like, eight Chris times. Chris Rock. Yeah, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, I think it was. Yeah, Sorry. not Chris Rock. Sorry for blasting you, Chris Rock. You weren't on the Lolita Express, as far as I know. <laughs> it was yes. Chris Tucker. It was one of you As courses. of March 15th, yeah. we have not found out. <laughs> a good take back to this. So the EFF says, it doesn't help organizations that support victims. It doesn't equip law enforcement agencies with resources to investigate claims of child exploitation or training in how to use online platforms to catch predators. Rather, the bill's authors have shrewdly used defending children as the pretense for an attack on our free speech and security online. What else is new? <laughs> wow, it's like almost it's like, like they, they can use, use the same playbook every single time with a different pretense. Yeah. Like, hey, this time it's because of terrorists. Yeah, this time we it's have child to listen. Predators. We have to be watching your webcam yeah. because of terrorists. I think they did the pimps the last time with like Sesta Fosta or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. have to stop traffickers. Yeah, yep. They always find like, a way. Oh man. Stop traffickers. Um, where are we at time-wise, Nick? I think we were talking about... We wanted to talk about corona. corona. Yeah, let's do a little Corona. Okay. So, just briefly before we get into it, as of right now, um, the 15th, there have been 169,605 worldwide cases. Confirmed. Confirmed cases. Now, confirmed. we'll talk about this more. There's definitely more than that. But, as of now confirmed, it's that number with 6,516 deaths, 77,771 recovered, and there are 80,000 in mild condition and 5,000, or close to 6,000 in serious. I think one of the glaring ones in the past couple of days was, like, Italy is now at, like, 20,000 cases with, mm-hmm. like, maybe it was 20,000 with, like, 3,000 deaths. Don't quote me. But either way, the thing was at 7%. Yeah, it's, it's their death rate. Yeah, 20,000 with 2,000 deaths. And it was, like, a 7% death rate. That's... When, like, the flu is a death rate of, like, 0.2%. Mm-hmm. So well, even the U.S. as of right now, you know, like this. The got, U.S. has tested nobody. I don't trust our mm-hmm. numbers. And they're saying, okay, which blows my mind. But they're saying right now there's only 800 confirmed new cases. That's a lie. What? South Korea is testing 20,000 people a day, a day, and America I think has tested like 5,000 overall since this all started. Well, mm-hmm. I have a friend who went into the doctor and. When you were at the doctor, yeah, uh, same thing I saw while I was there. Um, they were saying that the place here in Boise that had that they went to one of the hospitals and they said they had ten tests, mm. and they were talking to the main person on you know how where, when are you going to get more? Yeah. and their answer was don't know. How do you yeah. get more? I don't know. No clue. They just kind of sent them. They were at FedEx. When, when I was there, like, what, what I saw was the only way to get tested is either have been to China or I think Iran. 
Mm. I think those were the two you could have been to. Either have been to those and showing these symptoms or know and be able to identify someone who has been diagnosed with coronavirus. Mm. So if you haven't been to those two countries and you can't like point to like the exact Joe person. Schmo, yeah, yeah, who yeah. was diagnosed with coronavirus. They won't like, test you. They won't test you, but no. since like no one's getting tested, then you can't get tested because you don't know who infected you. Mm-hmm. So I think the rates in America are, are like way higher than we would ever think with estimates going as high as 500,000. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And from, it, from people from the fucking CDC have when said... I, know, I think they're saying like pneumonia cases have gone way up and it's mm-hmm. like, huh, Yeah. what would this misidentify mm. as if we didn't test you? Huh. <laughs> Fluid in the lungs, yeah, respiratory yeah. problems, yeah. high fever. Yeah, have you been out in the cold too long? Sweats, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, no, it's wild. That is crazy. Yeah, so total cases in the U.S. confirmed are a little under four thousand, which is so low, it's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. Well, well no, here like, in Boise, no. there was a there's a the first confirmed case in Idaho, and Boise is super small, and we don't travel Bo- outside the country. Yeah, basically, <laughs> but Boise. I think there's been four confirmed cases now. Oh shit! Okay. One of them. Um, one of them was a professor. Yeah. So the one I'm talking about is a is a professor who went on a trip two weeks ago and has been teaching ever since. So. Yeah. And just as a, a reminder, BSU professor. Yeah, go ahead. And now this is like who fucking knows. Well, and and your entire incubation period while you're it's not like showing weeks, symptoms, right? you're, it's, it, you're you're those contagious. two weeks, you're yeah. contagious the entire time. Yeah, you're asymptomatic. You show no symptoms, mm-hmm. but you can spread it to everyone else. Yep. Yeah, it's literally the perfect perfect play and play game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I played that game like a thousand yeah. times. Yeah, you. I've won with this exact, yeah, exactly. exact playbook. Yeah. No, this is this is a scary one, and and I think like the thing we've been talking to with our friends about is just like. Most of us are, like, mid-20s and, like, relatively healthy. Like, most likely we won't die. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of us, like, live with or around or near, like, family who's, like, 50, 60, 70, 80. And or it's immunodeficient. Like, yeah, or, or immunodeficient like, or, like, previous respiratory yeah, problems yeah. or, like, anything like that mm-hmm. where it's, like, yeah, chances are I probably won't die. But if I get infected and, like, carry it home, like, I could kill, like, my father or, yeah, like, yeah. my mother or, like, mm-hmm. uh, like an uncle or an aunt, like... Yeah, yeah. It, it's like, like under fifty-five. I think what was it? Point oh three percent. Yeah, deaths. it's like oh two oh three. And then yeah. you get above that. Think about how much higher the rate must be above that if the average rate they're is also, close to seven. They're also thinking though that uh, Italy's newest numbers have like half the people like dying or infected below fifty. Mm. So like, wow, the, the newest numbers seem to show that like, and it might be because Italy has like a higher thing. rate of like smoking and stuff like with like respiratory issues because mm-hmm. that was the thing that happened well, in, China thing in China too. With, like, what is yeah, it like? History of smoking. Percent of adult men in China. Yeah, smoke exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, that Don't could be quote part me on of that it. Number, but it's high. That could be part of it, it's but it's sure. just weird that like. The, a lot of the new numbers are showing like young uh, people aren't that trend is not yeah, yeah. yeah staying well yeah. also even imagine just like best case scenario you're knocked on your ass with like 103 fever mm-hmm. which is still like not pleasant yeah <laughs> like that's not it's a shitty week yeah it's yeah. a shitty two weeks and this is yeah. such a shitty situation and i'll take just a second to point out you know i'm pretty sure this was my shout out the last episode was the people who are like ironing masks and stuff yeah, like that. yeah yeah that's making it way worse, and I was bouncing around trying to find some accurate numbers, and two of the websites I went to have notices yeah. at the top saying, um, you know, we're sorry these numbers were incorrect. We were attacked, like a cyber attack, and people got on and changed the numbers and stuff like that. So I got on one website, and it said that there's been like 4 million confirmed cases. Yeah, It's like... You're just trying to scare the shit out of people. Yeah. That's why no one has fucking toilet paper. When also, the, like, the flip of it, too, where, like, a lot of people are acting like, oh, like, this is no this big is deal. Nothing. I won't get sick. Mm-hmm. Like, And it's like, you're right. Chances are you won't, but you could also be a carrier. Like, if you're, like, yeah. 
perfectly healthy 20 year old like you're right you probably won't die but if you carry it back to someone who is like immunocompromised because they have like a separate illness or something Mm -hmm. what was there it was in seattle where like 78 it was really it's above 75 percent of the deaths in seattle as of five days ago were all in one uh, assisted living home Mm -hmm. because someone brought it in and it yeah, just havoc. Yeah, yeah, eighty plus. Yeah, like the entire yeah. There's a lot of people acting like list. they all died. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people acting like it's not a big deal, and it it probably isn't for you. But that mm-hmm. doesn't mean you should try to carry it back to everyone else you care about. No, if, well, and but also it might be for this, you. They just say yeah. Go I mean, home. this would this would suck. Well, and it would suck. But like, what people have said that like you know the the original story was that like most people they think that most people who have got it had no idea that they ever got it and just kept transmitting it and the symptoms never really like formed into anything and it passed but they've had multiple cases i think i think worldwide they're up to like into double digits of cases where someone had it didn't uh, didn't do anything about so, it went a couple of weeks and then caught it again and ended yeah. up hospitalized because yeah. the second time it hit them the body wasn't like ready for it yeah, yeah. Which is weird too. It's usually the opposite. Usually the opposite. Yeah, like yeah. The body usually, gets once more prepared. you catch it and you yeah. get through, you're like, "Wow, I'm yeah, gonna be fine." Yeah, you get chickenpox yeah. once, you don't it's get basically a vaccine, again. but yeah. it didn't work. I think that's yeah. why they're having such a slow start with the vaccination process. Yeah. Is because whatever they did to manipulate this SARS virus before they mm-hmm. before it uh, accidentally escaped the lab. Yeah, right. Conspiracy, conspiracy corner. corner. Um, yeah, uh, but <laughs> not proven. Conspiracy <laughs> yeah. corner though. Not proven, but the Chinese are trying to blame it on mm. Americans. They're calling it like they're the American so Army scientist so disease funny. or something. Yeah, that's yeah. So like they're so similar to us. That's they why they really also, are. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's why a lot of like the AOCs, Ilhan Omar's, have been saying like it's super racist to call it the Wuhan virus. But it's like a part of me wants to call it the Wuhan virus because they're trying to blame us for it. Mm-hmm. So I think it might like behoove us to be like. No, actually, mm-hmm. this started in your country, and it's not our problem. <laughs> <laughs> or not, I guess not our problem, not it's, our fault. It was yeah, definitely yeah. you guys who did it. So stop trying to blame the CIA or the Army. The Xi Ping virus. Yeah, that exactly, would be great. Yeah, exactly, something like How that. How cool would that be? But a lot of people are calling it, like, the Wuhan virus, the, like, the Chinese flu, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And people are calling it that, like, super racist. But it's like, if they're trying to pass it off to the CIA, maybe we should try to tie it closer to China. Because mm-hmm. they're trying to blame it on us. Yeah. And the higher ground doesn't always work, so maybe we should try to blame it back on them and tie it closer. I, if I Americans wanna... were intelligent, I would agree, but I, I think I, people are going to just start like looking I can't go to my at local Asian, Chinese restaurant, yeah, 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 looking yeah. at Asian people weird and like I went avoiding to a lot of local them. Chinese restaurants the last couple of weeks, still fire. Yeah, so. yeah, true. I do yeah. want to shout no out no wait times, Michael Osterholm. He came on the Joe Rogan oh, yeah, podcast or the Joe Rogan Experience. Um, very informative and pretty straight up. I like that, that yeah. he, he didn't beat around the bush. He said, you know, this is what's happening and stuff like that. And one of the things he did say is that, you know, the extreme shortage of masks and all this stuff. And it's just Americans don't stockpile. And we just prepared. think you just hit Amazon, it just shows up. Like, no. Amazon well, the most apt comparison you know, in, like, his, uh, in his interview with Joe Rogan was like, he was talking about it and he was like, if I told you like the U.S. Army has most of like their bullets and ammunition yeah. made in China, you'd be like, no fucking way. That's insane. Like, there's no way <laughs> Americans are dumb enough to do that. And you're right. The military's not dumb enough to do that. But for some reason, we think it's like super cool with healthcare to be like, yeah, all our medicines made overseas. Yeah. If overseas shuts down, we're just full scale fucked. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, you know, that That's sounds about right. right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Well, and, that, and that's the thing. Even with masks and stuff like that. Like, yeah, what did respirators. He say? What did he say? There was enough uh, orders for masks that had been placed. If the U.S. tried to fill them all, it would take like three years to do it. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, when it's masks that people are, you know, and then you find the sellers who, you know, like, Daniel just pulled it up. He's like, look at this. You know, he pulls up an ad for yeah. N95 face masks. And I've got like, a lot of ads for those recently. Um, I would be willing to bet a large sum of money that that's not actually N95, and it's someone making you. some shitty mask, and they're trying to... Their server's based in Ukraine, so they'll never be arrested. Yeah, push it push it over as N95, yeah. and you're just making the fucking problem worse. Yeah. To make a profit? It's pretty fucked up. All right. Well, we have uh, covered a very strange week here. A I'm weird, sure weird week. you guys were well aware of the weirdness of this week. Less continuous, less weird. continuity than our normal episodes. Yeah, but. yeah, a little, little, uh, you know, loose. But there's been a lot going on. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no way we could have we could have squeezed in one yeah. of those uh, uh, slightly improvised games. So. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this like you do our other episodes. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. We have an episode of our debate podcast up called A Pub Divided. That's Check only that on YouTube. Yeah, it's it's not on fun. any of the other streaming services. We'll get it there eventually. Yes, yeah, we're going to get there. Uh, and for sure, uh, tweet at us, SI underscore podcasts. John Arterburn. At John Arterburn, at McLean Autry, and at... Nick N I C C Max. I don't have a name that I can just do first and last yeah. name. It's just <laughs> yeah. not gonna work. But you have uh, a normal person named yeah. Nick. <laughs> go eat dirt. Uh, you gotta go buy that yeah. username. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna find out who has it. We'll All fight. Right. But uh, yeah, so uh, thanks for checking us out and uh, enjoy the chaser on your way out. We love you guys. We'll plug something in. And I want you just to be straight with the American people. I am saying that you have been on the floor of the Senate time and time again, talking about the need to cut Social Security, Medicare, and veterans programs. Is that true or is that no, not true? No, it's not true. What that is, is not true? That is not true. What is true is, I, when I argued that we should freeze federal spending, I meant Social Security as well. I meant Medicare and Medicaid. I meant veterans benefits. I meant every single solitary thing in the government. And I not only tried it once, I tried it twice. I tried it a third time, and I tried it a fourth time. Were you on the floor, time to time, for whatever reason, talking about the need to cut Social Security and Medicare and veterans programs? No, I did not talk about the need to cut any of those programs. Senator, we have a deficit. We have Social Security and Medicare looming. The number of people on Social Security and Medicare is now 40 million people. It's going to be 80 million in 15 years. Would you consider looking at those programs age of eligibility, absolutely. cost of living, put it all on the table? The answer is absolutely, you have to. Social Security is not the hard one to solve. Medicare, that is the gorilla in the room. And you've got to put all of it on the table. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No. Yeah, yeah. No.